thanks again for tuning in to our Enlightened Conversations, where this season we are deep diving into some tough topics with our guests. I will also be sharing some enlightened conversations with my favorite intergalactic being, Ralph, from my book, Conversations with Ralph, as well as some new, never-been-heard-of conversations with them. You hear it all here, real, raw, and rare, and all shared in an enlightened way. Hi everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I have a wonderful guest, Jules Cardillo um, is joining me today and welcome, welcome. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Now, for those of you who don't know Jules, I would like to introduce her to you. I have, it's my first interaction with her myself and I'm excited, super excited to connect. Um, she does some wonderful things in the world. Uh Apart, apart from being here and joining us on this incredible conversation, she's also a Zen Thai Shiatsu therapist and educator, an intuitive mentor and transformational facilitator who is passionate about the healing power of touch and working with people who are ready to shift their energy, release blocks and move forward in their lives. Always helps, doesn't it, Jules, for people when they're actually ready to do the work. Um, uh, whether you're experiencing blocks or disease in your physical body, challenges around love, relationships, problems with business or finances, um, Jules can help you uh, become conscious of the fears, the doubts, the beliefs, the emotional patterns that are keeping you stuck, confused about your direction, holding you back from the magic within your true essence. And in her work, she creates a space for you to connect with your own innate healing abilities. I love that. Um, feel supported, step into your strength and connect with your inner wisdom. And um, one of her taglines is change the rhythm of your vibration and create a profound positive change that ripples out into all areas of your lives. Welcome, Jules. Thank you very much. It's interesting, um, even though we've not um, had a, a connection on, on this particular platform or in life before, I kind of feel like uh, there's a symbiotic relationship going on between what you do, what you're passionate about in terms of the transformational process and and what what I've walked in my life and also I'm very passionate about talking about it at the moment. Um, and this particular episode is kind of coming on the heels of a few episodes where we have actually been talking more about um, like uh, our owning our triggers and owning you know owning our imprints and our owning our emotional unresolved emotional business and how how when we do that, when we resolve it, we do step into a, a real um, more manifestation of uh, who we are, basically, and and that's kind of interesting that that's in your in your bio that you you talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know, like coming into your fifties or yeah. even before, yes. which is what I stepped into last year, yeah. um, and before that you know, the cycles of, you know, each decade of of where you're at personally as well. So the with you talking about the the triggers and moving through that as a manifestation as well and transformation, a lot of people, oh, I had this conversation with someone yesterday, a lot of people think triggers are a bad thing, mm. whereas mm. I see them now as growth yeah because if you're going to sit in the trigger which you can for a while you're going to unravel it 
in layers and then it's going to come through as an experience rather than a lesson as well. Mm. So with it's that- almost like you're going on a journey, right? Like it's almost like, you know, when, you know, when you go on a journey, travel to a different country and go, we don't know anything about it. You know, we just know it's there, right? Um, and, and something's uh, prompted us to go, yeah, go check it out, you know? And then you go on the journey and it does become much more of an experience. Um, a lot of people could be afraid to go there because they don't know about it. Like, you know, exploring the unknown can be scary, but then you allow yourself to be immersed in what it is in that culture, what it is in that, you know, space. And that that is that is profound experience. And a lot of people say that the best, the best experience you could ever have is traveling. It's a, it's a little bit like that, isn't it? But it's going into rather than over there (laughs) well it is because you 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 are you're traveling yeah you are you're you're traveling within yourself and the experiences that you've had with yourself and with others so everything's a relationship Mm. like everything yeah and the the relationship with yourself is also is always going to come out to how you're treating others and others are treating you and how the world's treating you too. <laughs> totally. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And and um, so walk me through it. So like I did Zentai Shiatsu training back in, I think it was 2024 to 2025 or 2020, sorry, 2024. To, that's in the future. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. 2004 to 2005 or 2005 to 2006, I'd have to go back. Um, but I, I was extremely, um, I'd just come off the bat of holistic um, diploma of holistic counseling where we had actually gone into our, our like uh, internals and, and gone exploring and done a lot of healing to do that. And then I went and I did my Zentai Shiatsu, which was great because they there's just so much emphasis on um, everything being connected and, you know, you're healing one aspect and then it heals the other and you've, you're connecting to your meridians and your energetics. And, and for me, it was just a beautiful accompaniment uh, to, to learn after, after doing that because it really helps people, especially who can't visualise, to kind of be more in their body, you know, if you can target an area and people can identify with the, the feelings of that area as well. Um, how, how's your, how's your um, I guess, how does it come together or be put together for you in relation to how it's all happened for you? Yeah. Um, so I did my full training of oh, 2014 or something like that. But previous to that, I'd been doing um, bits and pieces with um, with Gwyn when he first started his um, training, actually. Yep. So I was, I just moved to the Sunshine Coast and I was in corporate and I was mm-hmm. still wearing a suit. Um, <laughs> so I was out at Yandina at the yep. markets and I was sitting in a cafe and I looked up and I was like, hmm, I'm going to do that. And there was just a, a one poster and it was a half day or a day out at the Nindri at the centre. So I phoned Gwen and he's like, oh, we're full. Hang on a minute. No you're meant to be here, so come out. So then I went out and there was, I don't know, there was about 10 people and that was his full then, opposed to now where there's like hundreds (laughs) of people. Yeah. Um, 
So that was a crossroad in my life of moving from corporate into wellness of my business. So then from there I was, um, I moved into um, doing a chiropractic assistant. Mm -hmm. So I completely removed myself from corporate. It was way too ruthless. It was in property development. And so I did that. And then once I was immersed in the training, it was, it was an unraveling. Okay. Yeah. So it was a total unraveling of all the ways of what I thought of how it was going to be as in my life, as well as um, everything else around it. So going in and being immersed in that, when you're coming back out, you're seeing things, as you know, in a completely different perspective. perspective. So with that and doing all of the yoga and the body work and you're moving like stuck energy and chi, which is what it is, um, you're becoming more free with your emotions. Mm. Um, Things start opening up more. You're learning to breathe again. Mm. Um, You're learning to feel again. You're learning to embody all of that. Yeah. And the beauty of it was being around a lot of people who were wanting to be involved in that as well. And I Yeah, it's very validating, isn't it? It's like you're not the only one and everybody's going through that process and it's own there's ownership there. There's a collective, you know, uh vibe of ownership and love at the same time, which makes the journeying of the unraveling so much softer and more more beautiful you know rather than yeah I know it's a beautiful for those of you who don't know Gwyn Williams on the Sunshine Coast at the Indiary Healing Centre he's a you know he, he sets up a very supportive environment for people to support each other in that fashion and I really my hat's off to him for that he really does come from a genuine place of love when it comes to healing and um, not not a perfectionistic model yeah totally and you can and you can feel that and you can feel that through um the different mentors and you know teachers that some people may have had through you know their lives and stuff Mm. whereas yeah it's very very genuine yeah definitely and so in that space and you obviously walking it um yourself and that's very powerful I, I do believe that too like I think we can also if it's it's the, if it's the right kind of setup we can also then come from a real perspective of everybody's journey of healing is slightly different too like there might be some similarities but we all have a a different way we can respect that because our way might be really really profound but it might be completely different to someone else's and it's in, instead of judging their path or the, the way it unraveled for them is wrong it's it's the opposite because we've had the opportunity to respect our own totally mm-hmm. yeah because i noticed that in your in your bio too that you know you really 
said to to bring out people's innate healing abilities and when I heard that I'm thinking "Mm, you really get it that that you're unlocking you're assisting you're facilitating the unlocking of what's already there and you're respecting the process of that person's essence um, and how that's going to then (laughs) allow it, it you know, it's when it's allowed, when it's given permission to be unleashed and, and it can do its thing, it's it's profound. It's a teacher. I know that for me as a spiritual teacher. I always learned from my students. I never, oh, I know it all. I always felt like I was getting something. Oh, another little gem they're teaching me. Yeah, and, and that's it. Like you can't, I can't heal for you. Mm-hmm. I can't heal for any of my clients or friends or yeah. family. It's your own individual you're there to help with the knowledge and wisdom and whatever you can give and whatever they're going to take from that as well and that's yeah. the same I could have someone come and lie on the mat and say all the things that are going on mm-hmm. so then I'll be okay and then I'll be moving the body but I, I'm just aiding that I'm moving the body it's there well actually it is both of our chi because it's both our energy yeah. and that intertwined yeah. however it's themselves that their innate body and wisdom is healing itself with that yeah mm. do you what are the biggest challenges for you when it comes to working with people who have something that they need to shift, um, do you, what would you say would be the biggest, maybe two, one or two challenges that you've got that might be helpful for people to hear? It would be like it's easy enough to say to relax into it and to believe because you can be in that space where you're just going to go, no, I'm not mm. even even ready for that. Um, with the analogy of like going on to the, being on the mat and the biggest challenge, it, well, is that, is not letting go. Yeah, I was going to say, I keep getting let, not letting go. Not That's, letting go. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting. Mm. I'll even have people helping me. Like, so yeah. I'll have a hand and arm and I'll lift it up and I'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. And if I let it go, they're actually holding, they're still holding it up. Mm. So then I show them and I'll say, mm. oh, can you see what you're doing here? And they're yeah. like, well, some of them don't even realise that they're, and then, you, and then they go, oh, oh mm. I didn't realise that. And then you can feel them, do a breath with them. and Yeah, not letting so, go is a big one. Yeah. And um when when I'm hearing not letting go, I'm hearing a few components. So for me, I'm hearing um a lack of trust or maybe even issues around trust, like trusting, um, which may then be compounding whatever issues they've got, like in their cheat, like it might be stagnating them because they have a fear of trusting, so therefore they have a fear of letting go. And then the other, the other thing I'm hearing is because they have a fear of um, uh, letting go, their will is unintentionally saying no to the, the process. And 
the, the will, like you said, people need to be ready, but it's also that, that the readiness comes from that also being willing, you know, I, I, I find that, you know, people need to be, they might turn up, but they might not be really willing to drop in and let go. And, um, and it can, can, I can see this kind of little circle here. We go, Oh, can't trust, can't let go. Um, don't want to be willing. It's the same kind of round around we go kind of thing. Um, and I do find that the most powerful thing a person can do is to uh, be willing to let go, even if they're not um, quite there yet, and to be willing to have faith that they're being supported, even if they're not 100% trusting, but they're willing, they're willing to. Yeah, there has to be, the, there has to be some sort of will in there. Yeah. And I guess that's what comes with the, you know, the belief as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, it can be tricky. Um, it can also be full of ease as well. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. I've seen people come in and and I I don't I, as soon as they walk in, it's their voice, yeah, their face, their posture, like I'm I'm watching them yeah. from a whole, like when they come in, I'm listening to what they're saying and yeah. It, you know, it's a deeper, deeper level yeah. for them. So I'm seeing them at that state to then once they are up off the mat and they look younger. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's incredible to see they're mm. softer, their shoulders are down. It's like they've taken, I just got goosebumps all over my body. Yeah. It's taken off these layers yeah ever so slight but yeah mm. it makes me wonder like because then there's sort of like um it's almost like um and I'm not criticizing that because I love that 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 process especially as a practitioner it's just so lovely when someone's so easy to work with and they're so willing and they're so eager to do whatever you want and, and and accept it and everything but then there's that sort of other extreme of too willing and I wonder if that sort of also then lends itself to them you know, when they leave to n not be, uh, unless unless we've brought it to their attention, of course, and had a chat about it, but to take on too much of the world, um, to be holding too much energy for others, to be placating and to be yes people too much and that kind of thing to the point that it's then burdening their, you know, nervous system and, and they're burning out and, and, and all those things. And, um, and so, yes, it's um, it's a big one that one I find too. The the taking on of you see the transformation because that's that's they're back to who they actually like are authentically. Yep. Yep. So, um, do you find that um that there are uh, other I guess um do do you work in the realm of that that the, when they come in you can sense if if there's, you know, another person in the room that's on the other side or hanging around or, you know, um, taking energy from them from afar even, do you work in that kind of arena? Well, I actually didn't know I was doing it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, so it's become more aware, in the, like, for me in the last couple of years that that's mm -hmm. what it is. Um, so 
I don't always voice it. I'll okay. like, like things will come out and then I'll just leave it and then yep. they'll say to me what what was that or my music changes and you know just random things like that so yeah um, I am aware of it now yeah. um is it because you're discerning like I don't know if I want to overwhelm this person with this too much information because it's it's not it doesn't feel appropriate but this is this is here and this is what's happening yeah. is it yeah, yeah. yeah. total discernment because um not everyone's ready to hear things not everyone's yeah, yeah. like yeah. what we were saying before about being open and willing do you mm. know there's not always yeah so yeah yeah I, I feel into who as well like mm. there's a little bit of that but it's and it, yeah and and so with your with your current work with the transformational side of things um uh you're obviously pa passionate about the transformational side of it um what what do you share more about that with me so that i can understand what what it's lighting up for you um so i do believe like it's it's been what we were talking about before as well it's like the journey so um mine started um just before well just before I had my daughter so she's 11 now mm. so I was in a transition from um that into motherhood so there was that train on <laughs> yeah wow and previous to that was I I'm adopted so mm. I was finding um out a whole lot of information about birth parents and stuff yeah. before she was born, before my daughter mm -hmm. was born. Yeah. So there, there was that transformation <laughs> into yeah. that as well, mixed into when I was um, training Zentai. So I was emerged in all of that as well. Um, also, just previously, I have been um, separated and divorced. Mm -hmm. And so there's a massive transformation <laughs> in that journey as well. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, I've, so I've been stepping through different stages and cycles of my life and I understand what it's like to be in the transformation in a, a lot of different hats, to be yeah. honest. Um, That's great, though. That's a relatability factor, isn't it, Mum? I'm th three times married, you know, I've got a couple of daughters now, they're in their twenties, can't believe it. Um, but yeah, just, just like even going through all the phases of different parts of motherhood itself is huge. Um, and, um, but then it equips us for holding the space for a variety of different people's life, um, you know, where they're at in their own life as well. Um, points of, you know, uh, transformation, I guess it's probably the best they're all invitations to transform, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's and 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 whether you do or not is it's up to you entirely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No judgment, no judgment. No, no, no. I don't, I, I don't subscribe to, um, you know, an agenda like for people to have to turn up and transform. It's it's because I'm I'm more of the I'm more of the 
initially I probably was, I must admit, probably a little bit spiritually arrogant when I when I started to in my twenties, when I started to realize, oh, don't you know about that? And like, yeah. you know, like almost like, come on, stop doing that. You should, like in my head, even if I wasn't voicing it, you know, like you shouldn't be doing that. You're projecting. You shouldn't project, you know, like I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here I am. Oh my God. Um, spiritual boundaries, Michelle. Come on. Um, <laughs> but you know, like um, you know, I, I now I, I'm I'm more of the I'm more curious when people are like unwilling or resistant or just not interested or because I'm more okay, well, but maybe their purpose is for something to be a catalyst for other people too and so therefore that doesn't make them any less important or what have you because we're all potentially we're all learning a shitload from their resistance and and whatever about what we need to do so I kind of look at it all like more from a more loving and accepting perspective now yeah totally and that comes with forgiveness as well you know like Mm. and yeah with yourself I've I've learned in the ladder <laughs> as well <laughs> and you know we, we can forgive ourselves can't we Jules <laughs> yeah, yeah right God. Yeah. Um, so mm. yeah just yeah it's just every day it's something's mm. different and we're learning and like you you know yeah. like my daughter holy smokes teaches me so so much and it's just mm. like this mirror yeah totally every step of the way oh man it's still going I'm telling you I'm still learning heaps (laughs) was all like this when I was a tween okay she's a little more cleverer yeah now I'm comparing myself to when I was 25 and I've got a 25 year old going oh my god what was I thinking when I was 25 holy crap you know um and then it's like you know uh, I'm I'm just looking at this person going Wow. And then, and then, and then it's like, oh my God, that's only five years. No, three years before I had her. Imagine what I'm, I'm going to be thinking when she's 28, you know, like, um, uh, you know, I was, oh God, <laughs> I want to think about it. I'm, I'm doing a lot of forgiveness in advance. I, I, I did the best <laughs> I could, Jules. <laughs> oh my God. But there's just so much. I mean, I was talking to um, one of my previous guests about this the other day and we we're talking about um, like intergenerational trauma and like, you know, when you don't kind of um, heal the imprints and the traumas and things that are existing in your body when you get pregnant and then you pass them on in your DNA and then we're talking about how um, I was saying, oh, my God, you know, if only I knew that I did. I did all my healing when I like when they were three and four, like, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but I think you know, there's a lot to be said for um, healing as much as we can, as fast as we can um, to take that responsibility to um, to own it as soon as we can. But the, the, their ages, I think, will trigger as well. They'll, those ages of those children, every single time they change their age, will trigger that our age when we were that as well. So they'll, I think there's sort of like this symbiotic um extra healing that happens that you can't even do a deep dive into even if you wanted to until there's they arrive at that particular age so yeah so it's it's a um it's an interesting journey of acceptance forgiveness willingness responsibility love you know all of that yeah all the things yeah Yeah. she's um she's pretty emotionally intelligent so i'm like holy smokes what it was (laughs) 
<laughs> what have we got here? She's just like cutting to the chase, like really wow. quickly. So I'm just like, whoa, okay, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Me until the ladder, but all right. Yeah. We'll work. Yeah. that's good and so what do you um so the moment you're offering uh whereabouts are you again on the sunny coast yes i'm in budrum oh yeah and and so you're um doing uh primarily are you doing um uh uh, the body work or how, how do you actually work are you predominantly seeing people face to face or um remotely how does that work for you so um, the body work is, so I've got a home-based clinic. Mm-hmm. So that's where I do the body work. And, yeah, so online, everything's totally accessible now. So, yeah, yep. so I also do that from, from there. Well, obviously not the body work because that's hands-on. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I also travel up to far north Queensland. That's where I'm originally mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. So I um, do body work up there as well, do the Zentai up there. My Lovely. So do a little bit of a trip occasionally, do a little bit of a trip up to the North Queensland. That's nice. Yeah. So I was, um, it started like I was uh, holding circles up there. So mm-hmm. um, I got asked to yeah go up there and so I did that and so then I'd take my match and I um, would encompass both of them, like do do both and then it ended up being a being a thing for a bit yeah so and then just in probably the last latter um couple of years while some other stuff's been going on I've been not doing it as often yeah yeah sometimes it's just enough to and I'm sure people can relate to this is is that you know there's degrees of growth in different areas and it doesn't mean that we're not growing sometimes we grow to a point and then it tumbles over a part of our life that we weren't thinking would, but mm. it does. And then we're growing from that. You know, you could say that sort of tower coming down, um, you know, and and then all that learning over there comes gets injected back into what we're doing at the right times. And it's, it is a bit like that, isn't it? Um, the change continues, the transformation continues and it affects different parts of our lives in different ways and it's all it all matters and it's all very powerful in terms of affecting our work yeah yeah totally is I mean like there was time there where I had to step back from the body work as well because Mm. I wasn't you know it's it's quite physical Mm. and energetic as well so you know I I knew that I wasn't giving my all so I I had to give back to me so yeah. to know that in yourself as well when to to stop and yeah. take time out as well and I think like yeah because we're in our 50s and that and I think um it's all it's where we're being called and sometimes I find like with the limitations with my body now and and things like that it, it's calling me to diversify what I'm doing and you know um to be you know, opening up aspects of myself that I potentially wouldn't if I was just relying on that aspect of my my ability. That's actually helped me a lot to be in a bit more of acceptance of how how different the journey is and looks as, as we go. Um, and then, yeah, letting go, like for us, you know, letting go of attachment to how things should look 
and being more like um, come November, I'm going away for a few months. I'm doing some traveling um, and um, I'm not looking at that as because uh, I'm, I'm looking at it from the perspective of I'm growing my soul, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure on how that's going to flow onto the rest of the world in terms of my enlightenment activism. But I, I trust that it will be perfect and it will flow. And, and I don't know what it looks like, but I'm willing to turn up and do it and willing to um, grow myself and then accept what whatever way that looks, you know, um, and not preempt it and not trying to overthink it. And um, that, 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 that's happening for me. I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest, Jules. I've got to say I'm planning to go to Bali, Vietnam, Cambodia, Japan, South Korea, Europe, maybe USA, Canada, UK. It's a lot. It's going to be a big trip. So, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I did, did heaps of traveling in my 20s and came back in my 30s. And so it was like, yeah. 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 Well, we're, yeah, we're um, looking at um, sort of, you know, it's kind of like trying to, planet but not planet too much almost like where are we going to be called and so it's 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 a little bit different and um I feel like that in it in and of itself every every trip I've planned in the past I've got like you know freaking itinerary of what we're doing when we're doing it every day to the thing and you know and I love that kind of thing don't get me wrong I love that I love being super planned but this is going to be a little bit different we're going to more feel into the energy of where we're being called and and then, you know, do we spend a week here in Bali and then head off to Vietnam or we go there or what do we do? What What's calling? And um, I kind of feel like that there's a, a healing in that as well, just going where you're called when you're meant to. Yeah, totally. Mm. Because, yeah, like in certain, you know, going back to that ancestral, you know, as, as well. So mm. there's certain pull to different areas and countries and that to where like your soul's being you know when you you feel at home mm. wherever that may be and that's you know you find that in traveling as well oh 100 like when I was 13 my mum took me to Cyprus because we had some stuff over there with her ancestors ancestors that she needed to look at and I just when we arrived in Cyprus I was like oh my god I feel like I'm at home like I, I literally did feel like I'd flown home and it was the weirdest feeling. I was 13 and I didn't feel at home anywhere at 13. So to, <laughs> it was yeah. just like very yeah. awkward, weird teenage years. But, you know, when I got to Cyprus, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is, this is yeah, this just feels like home. I could live here, you know, that kind of feeling. So it would be interesting to, yeah, just to follow the bouncing ball and see see where, where it does feel like a bit more home. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether... I work a lot like energetically with like souls um, that haven't passed over and helping them to pass over on a worldwide kind of remote basis. I just do a lot of that just because I can and I'm guided to do that. So I do do that. And I, I just wonder on, I, I wonder, sometimes I don't know until I go to an area that that's what I meant to do there. So I'm just wondering whether that's going to be part of it as well. Cause that's part for me, that's part of, lightening the planet and helping souls to move on so that they can come back around and help the planet again so i'm i'm just wondering how much that i'll be involved in in terms of the transformation yeah. um to keep transforming things um it'll be a journey 
<laughs> a big one. <laughs> yeah, big journey. So where, where have you gone that you've loved? Tell me. Maybe this is part of it. Maybe I've got to talk to you about that. Maybe. Um, so, well, I was based in London and Ireland. And yeah, yeah so that was that was where Ooh. I was based. And then mm. travelled all like through Spain and Portugal, um, Norway, uh, America, where else? Africa, South Africa. Mm. Um, where else? Europe, most of Europe and Canada yeah where did you go in Canada oh we just went into the just across the border yeah, yeah. Toronto um or Toronto? was it from US side or was US it side, from US side yeah Toronto like that yeah, yeah yeah we did that in 2018 that was awesome I love that um and um yeah, no, it's interesting where you feel cold and I really want to go to Ireland and because my hubby's from, ancestors are from there. I want to go to Scotland as well because um, my side of the family on my dad's side is from Scotland and do more Greece because my heritage is Greece and my mum's from Egypt, well, born in Egypt, so I want to do Egypt and her parents were born in Egypt, so I want to do Egypt from that. And also there's this other thing that I've had a connection with Egypt anyway. Um, and the Mayan temples, and um, I want to do them. Ah, oh, there's just like it's endless, really. Like, mm, if I I'm just, honest. Yeah. So Egypt was on when uh, Egypt was on the top of my list, and I still haven't been there. And that was like oh. was 19 or 18 or whatever it was. So yeah. it's mine to go to eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm. I see a lot of my friends going to Egypt. I'm super jealous. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I got the green eyes. Mm. But I look at the jealousy thing as a good thing. Like when you got the green eyes, it's like you really got to go there. You know, yeah. like you know, you've really got to do this. And it's yeah. like that that side of you that, you know, the the, the light side of the shadow going, telling you, it's you got to go. I yeah. think the only reason why I haven't is because my my husband's been a little bit um, a bit. Uh, there's been a little bit of issues around Egypt safety wise and he wants to make sure we're super safe which is fine that's 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 perfectly okay we'll make sure that we feel that when we go but yeah that's probably delayed things somewhat over the years but yeah yeah, totally. yeah it's a little bit different mm. and so your your plans coming up have you got anything happening for you that you're excited about for the rest of this year or early next year um the rest of this year we've got a retreat so oh yeah retreat in september that's mm-hmm. the Lord of the soul retreat so with leanne oh great yes um so we'll be doing that that's always quite cool we did one in may mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah. what else so we've got that and that's basically it yep taking it taking it a step at a time see what presents itself for you yeah, it's it's always um, it's it's been evolving. And yeah, it's been like I'm just been going with the ebbs and flows at the moment of what's what's happening. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, so um, are you are you facilitating? Are you assisting facilitating, or are you attending with the Mirror of the Soul with Leanne Barefoot Medium? I'm assisting. You're assisting? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't I wasn't 100 percent sure. Um, so um, well, that's exciting. Go you. 
super exciting. So, oh, well, I'll be doing um, the Zentai. So I'll be doing yeah. Zentai sessions and in the morning doing the yoga and the and the Qigong. Um, and then I'll probably do a little bit of teaching mm. in some of the parts as well. But it's primarily is Leanne, but I've been, um, yeah, being mentored oh. by her for a while. So, yeah, oh. in bits, bits and pieces. Yeah, awesome. No, Leanne's awesome and um, it's great. And so are you available for that kind of assisting in, for other people or are you happy to put your hand up just so that if anybody's listening, if they need someone to support them on, yeah, a, on a retreat? Well, um, yeah, well, maybe. I can't see why, can't see why not. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, there's always options. So, yeah. Open to that. Yeah, that's good to know because, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a a big one, um, you know. I've done retreats in the past and things like that. Um, and for me, it's really nice when you've got that support, that there's strength in numbers, and so far as holding the space and good people um, who are genuine and you're obviously a genuine person and have have your heart in the right place and have your intentions in the right place. Um, I, I love that you respect people and their innate abilities to heal and that that's always profound when I hear that because I know people might think oh no that's not such a big deal it's a huge deal because that you have other people that just go oh I I know how to fix you or I know what you need and I'm gonna do this for you and you know it's 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 completely different energy when you actually believe that someone has the innate abilities that we're just here to support the facilitation of opening that up yep totally. yeah 100. it's it's massive difference so I really respect it so it's good to good to be able to um share that um with everybody and to um validate you and the way you work thank you thank you <laughs> um yeah well um you know if there's anything you want to talk about I'm I'm up for it if you, if you wanted to ask me anything if you have any questions if you want to talk about any particular topic I'm open to being holding space for that yeah okay um so with with your work um I've got a feeling that I have I think I went to one of your movies open oh yeah something at some stage so has your work changed morphed into something different since then? <laughs> oh my god always morphing <laughs> um yeah, I let's see. I um might have been. Gosh, there's a couple. Um, it was uh I was in the Cure with Emmanuel Etier. Um, and then there was one Arenda with Lana Marconi. Oh, you were there. Oh, that was that was cool. Yeah, that was on the Sunshine Coast. That was um, 2018. Now wasn't it? Like five years ago. Yeah. About, about this time, five years ago. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I I fell into uh being in her movie from gosh I'm just trying to work out how I I was supporting one of Lana's films um just um from the point of view of I've been asked to be a speaker after watching The Resonance um and um I met I was in I met um Kelly Kingston who knew Emmanuel Etienne who was doing The Cure and then they invited me to be on The Cure um as as an enlightenment activist and to speak about um how we can heal um when we hold certain frequencies and that was my passion anyway that's where I spoke from 
And then I met Lana because I've obviously been <laughs> representing her uh, uh, an opinion about her one of her films, but then I met Lana in person um, because she came over um, to Australia um, shortly after I'd done my work with Manuel and she, she knew Manuel. Anyway, long story short, we ended up just having a great old time on the Gold Coast at the par Paradigm Shift and um, going and touring around Tambourine Mountain, just having fun. Just showed, showed her and Stephanie, her friend, Stephanie Nassis, who is now a great friend, um, around. And then I got invited to be on her in her movie. And when that's when I went over to Toronto in 2018 and 2017, I went over there. And then, um, yeah, just I must have met her in 2017, not 2018. And then I got invited to contribute to um, uh, doing, she started a TV channel 5D TV for a while there and I was producing um, shows for her TV channel and I'd been doing podcasts for a while. And so, um, and then I did a, it's a long story, but I did, I did a, an enlightenment activation series based on the 12 principles that I, I live and work by. And I was doing like the opposite of each 12 principle um, and, and honing in on it, like one of my principles is honesty. So I was focusing on dishonesty and I was, I was talking about how dishonesty, we can poo-poo it, but how it, could, how it could be an activator for our enlightenment, how experiencing dishonesty in our life could do that. And so I'd done all that like myself. And then she invited me to be an executive producer on her. It was just kind of like, and then I started doing that. And then I got called to into the HR world to do more with learning about corporate and learning about how I could make change within organizations. So my, gosh, you know, yeah, like I, I have, I've just like morphed um, and then I got guided back out of that and, and more into global issues and more talking about more global issues and how we can help the planet on a big scale. So I'm sort of um, more now, I'm, I'm kind of more in that sort of um, hobby retirement phase because I don't have to work because of the work I've done. I'm you know, now at that space where I'm, you know, fully able to go wherever. I don't have to have that monetary exchange to do this work. And a lot of people do, and that's fine. It's just I don't need it. So I'm sort of free from that, and I'm just kind of following what is growing more. And I don't know if it's more movies. I, I, I do have ideas for movies, but I think it's at the moment it's more just um, talking to people like yourself who uh, share similar views and and just sharing space and seeing what what comes out of it what comes out of that um for the world really what does the world need to hear kind of get out of my own way a bit when it comes to the shows mm. yeah yeah it's pretty huge getting out of your own way <laughs> yeah and and you know letting go like mm. you know have been a perfectionistic you know person and just to 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 like in life just to to go look it doesn't have to always look a certain way and it can be uh, to other people oh my god you were doing that but then you're doing that what, what do you who are you and what are you doing and yeah. it's, it's you know it can look <laughs> like that yeah <laughs> and it's like well hey yeah it does look like that a little bit sometimes and and to be okay with that so almost like there's perfection in the in the mess of what that looks like because the messages always I, I I feel that the messages wherever I am where whether it's producing a movie or in an enlightened podcast or HR manager doing training or um with with the client coaching or wherever it is it's always going to be the clear messages of what spirit wants to come through basically so 
you know well, yeah well it is like um with my other hat I do virtual assistant stuff mm-hmm. so it's um and it's more you know the background work and websites and programs yeah. and pieces like that so even in that I'm bringing that essence of the zentai and the you know all the learnings and teachings from that and all the other bits and pieces into that like what you said with the with the hr with the corporate type stuff absolutely it's part of you so you just you just do Mm -hmm. it it's like yeah yeah it's not and what i found from going back into the kind of realm of more um corporate world and things like that from having a bit of a like a break from it was that it's becoming far more normal now for people the language is changing people are gravitating more to a work-life balance it's actually it's more normal it's not as woo-woo as it used to be um talking about energy talking about breathing talking about meditation talking about stress relief is the same as talking about you know for us shifting our energy it's it's the same thing it's just and you you find people now it's you're not the odd one out. I think I used to feel a little bit like the odd one out when I was around that kind of crowd, but I don't feel, I don't feel that anymore. Um, I just feel like, like I had at one point I had a boss who had recovered from cancer about, um, it was a few, quite a few years earlier. And that, that precipitated her change in who she hired and why she hired and the kind of people that she wanted around her. Cause she'd gone through a journey herself of cancer recovery and I thought that's it. Like you know, you you're not you're not woo woo. You just you got all these these other skills, and you've also got the holistic approach to life, and 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 then you can you can definitely merge those together. You don't have to be outside of that world to feel like you can bring those two worlds together. Yeah, totally, totally. I went into a huge accounting firm um, up in Far North Queensland, and it was in one of the meeting rooms there was a bowl of crystals and then I was like what's going on you know it yeah intriguing <laughs> and when I walked out I had saw on every single door there was little crystals on each of the rooms and stuff so I yeah. said to the CEO who I knew I was like what's going on with all the crystals and stuff all around and there was like the salt lamps and it wasn't incense burning but you know you could smell oils but it was all sorts of things going on and so that's part of our wellness packages that they get you know all these bits and pieces now and they do you know all the courses and they've got meditations and yeah I was like this is awesome yeah yeah it is and then you've got more you've got more HR people who are were like me Hmm. hiring people who they want to you know uh fit the culture that the, the organization is saying we want to be more holistic so then you've got the demand completely changing about the kind of people that you want in your organization too to support the energy um which does increase the productivity because you don't have a whole heap of people backstabbing each other and going you know competing and acting like you know teenagers at school or whatever that whole kind of thing so then you find that people will stay in jobs longer at a, at a place where they can actually feel like they're coming in into a holistic you Mm. know space 
So you keep your you keep your staff happier. They're happier. They stay longer. You increase productivity because you don't have to train people all over again, which takes time and money. And it, all in all, you end up becoming a more profitable company. So it's it's much more win win um, to go to maintain that kind of workforce and and um, intention for your for your work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I, I did say to her, "What did the other, the older partners think <laughs> about all of it?" Yeah, and she was like, oh, they're on board. They're all good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I find that too. Like, there's a I worked in aged care for a while, and um, you know, as their HR manager at one of the local um, community agencies, and um, and there was, you know, there's a lot of wisdom in in the elderly community that kind of slice through the BS. And they know it's not all about, you know, it's, it, there's more to life because they, they ha- they're having to face that, that sort of end life stuff. And relationships are important. You know, they get time is important. You know, being present is important. Um, being genuine is important, not, not, you know, fakery and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of um, wisdom that we can, you know, um, it's good when you have people that are, that have done the inner work and they are then they're an elder you know in that respect because you can you can then you can then feel like there's no barriers to you know keeping an open mind and sharing and 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 relationship with with intention gets stronger when you have people in numbers especially when you have people who are elderly who are holding that energy yeah, and they they come to you know the the certain point of their life where it is kind of cutting through all the bullshit. Mm. They have no time for bullshit, and it's like, do you know? I know like with my mum and dad, some of the things that, that comes out, I'm like, whoa, okay then, you know, <laughs> straight to the point. There's yeah. no no messing about. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Say say how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I guess I did have one question come up. Um, when you have somebody who has some physical stuff that is presenting and they don't know what it's like, when they don't know exactly what it's, what's causing it, they can't identify what's causing it. Um, and they're feeling that sort of depression and that grief. What would you say to that? Um, what words would you have? Because I've had that recently in my family where I have somebody who they can't quite identify what's going on. They're a bit debilitated. What would you, what, what words of wisdom would you say to that? I'm just thinking of one person in particular. Hmm. Um, they, they want you to, they want to be able to spend time with someone at least. Like they just want to be heard and seen. They don't want to be ignored. So I've got a particular gentleman, he's older, who comes to see me and he's very lonely and he, at a certain point of time, like they become insular and they don't sometimes get the physical touch, which is a loving and caring touch. Um, as well so to do that for them to feel safe 
like it's a really heart-centered process for me to be able to help them with that so it's from a heart heart to hand that's what they say in the Chinese medicine so your shen is in your heart so it's from here and it's your hands and are an extension of your heart so from that I just basically let my heart and hands do do the work yeah and from from a from a perspective of if anybody's listening and they have anybody around them that has depression sometimes it is really about that isn't it it's just about having holding that heart space being extending that as much as you can to that person and allowing that to envelop them but um realizing that they you know all we can do really i think from from our perspective i know for me anyway is to hold a peace peaceful vibration and positivity because you can't you can't shift someone sometimes the thing with depression is it's sometimes there for a reason it's actually there because there's an oh something needs to happen for that person and not to feel like we have to try and fix it I think is a really important one I really love the way you describe that because it's often that it's just that we have to come it's literally just sending that love to that person and just and obviously with with the body work you can do that on a more physical level which is beautiful um but yeah, often we feel powerless over other people's depression. That that when they're when they whether it's whether it's from a condition, a physical condition or not, it's still the same, isn't it? That sort of feeling of powerlessness. Yeah, and you know, you go into your your first initial like responses, like oh, like what you said, I need to mm. fix this. How can I fix this to make you happy? Like you you can't. It's not your you're not doing the depression. You know, like it's not. Yeah. And it may just be that you're there. Do you want a cup of tea? Just being there. Mm. Even sometimes how are you will do that trigger response of I'm this, 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 this. So sometimes I'll put a bit of a spin on it and I'll make a joke like and, you know, depending on what's been said and kind of, and light like make it a little bit lighter like yeah you know it could because it it can be so dense Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like dark and dense so with doing that it's just a little on the door Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely thank you and um and where can people find you just um so that if they want to get in touch Jules um we can give you a website um a a spiel here or your facebook page so my website is juliecardillo.com.au and the facebook is jules underscore i think rhythm of your vibration Mm, that's right yes i i I went on to instagram is it the same one for instagram yes so jules uh for everybody listening jules is j-u-l-e-s underscore rhythm of your vibration yes okay beautiful um and um yeah well thank you so much for joining me today for enlightened conversations we went everywhere didn't we jules yeah we certainly did (laughs) i love it we traveled the world we went inside we went on the mat we were in corporate world we went 
with children, as parents, ah, everywhere. I love it. Um, thank you so much again. And that's that's the way it should be. That you know, when you're holding an enlightening conversation, anybody talking to anybody anywhere in the world, just holding the space for wanting to hear each other and you know see where what what wants to come through with with what we're talking about. And um, I really enjoyed it, Jules. So thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It was fun because <laughs> we. <laughs> know where it was gonna go we didn't no exactly which is great letting go is a good theme for for our conversation (laughs) all right everybody thank you so much and we look forward to you joining us for another enlightened conversation um same bat time same bat channel next week bye for bye for now